Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and any new listeners. Today we talk a little bit about successful spirituality stories. So I am, for anybody who's new, a 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult. And uh, these stories are subjective experiences. And obviously you are not actually able to prove the whole are you a spirituality awakening person, an enlightenment person, all these things, uh, they are words that you are going to either know or not. And as for understanding or experiencing or perceiving any of what is in the spirituality community, what I have to share is one, enlightenment soul age group is a person who will know that they are there when they're there, as shared by Sadhguru. And it actually isn't uh, necessary to have a specific path. What I mean by that is um, I know a lot of people in 4D, they talk about you moving into enlightenment only through the spirituality lens. I share to you the human lens. And so it's a functional adult, secure attachment person, you have your whole three-year-old heart, so you don't have trust break towards humanity, no trauma lingering. Uh, the way you're able to treat people is like a pacha. And that's because when you are a piece of the same cloth, consciousness, this intelligence, it is going to be the essence of life and love. And humanity is part of that. When you're able to be in an integrated brain, which is your mammalian birthright and heritage, and that is the optimized version of every person out there, but some need a good therapist for it and they don't want to go. So enlightenment, the human way is, aka you, a functional adult, but with secure attachment, differentiated self. So you always have compersion, whether you're polyamory or monoamory, you are always happy for another person, even if you're not part of that happiness. Let's say your business fails, but your friend's business triumphs. You're in your heart happy. There are those who don't believe this is possible. Those are the same people who are not, in fact, going to be moving into their enlightenment soul age group because they don't know how to work with their own self in their body with meta-awareness and be like, hey, it's actually something normal to have emotional insecurity, but to be happy for someone you love is what love is. It's an entire way that you can converse. Here's that inner growth mindset and the, again, humanity of you in the forefront. So I bring to you all these spirituality awakening stories, enlightenment from the human perspective, the human way. Human, spiritual, and spirituality, as I was saying, any person actually who is 5D knows that these are topics that are not provable because the only people who need to prove anything, by the way, are teenagers, which would mean you're an adaptive child, which means automatically you have low self-esteem because your body is not functioning with a left and right mode. Your left mode is the only thing that's working and you're like, no, no, I know the truth. I'm right. I'm right. Okay, so I try to explain a little bit of this and that when I first I'm starting and that's so that you can get the gist. This is human love narrative and we are always going to be individuals who know that humanity and us evolving in consciousness is awesome. Okay, so why functional adults to the rescue? Because Pachas rescue Cusco's and then they are basically secure attachment figures. 
who, even though Cusco is still lying to Pach at the end, I know that you are a person with a heart. And when you get to learn, like I did from the trauma experts, my lovely listeners know, you get to learn what this means with a human being who has never, ever had one potentially secure attachment figure in their life. So a successful spirituality awakening story will always involve, obviously, my subjective experiences as a mystic, as a person, again, sharing it with you, and then from that human perspective, bringing to you some of the attachment and trauma lingo, plus a mystic, so Claire's and Oversoul, and that's why I'm going to just chit-chat a little bit about the Oversoul part, and uh, how beautiful it is when we are able to see people rise from the ashes, because their inner child has been brought to the forefront, because they've met and uh, successfully encountered, at the very least, one, again, secure attachment figure that will have offered them unconditional love. And so for them to express all that they are in their beautiful self, and then to walk a path to make it into walking together. So it's a fictitious story in this case, but I'm going to uh, start with at least some pre-information so that you can get the gist of it and here's why we have had those 10 activation days we have valentine's day coming up and the 2-2 portal was very much important but just where you're at all of you lovely people and i'm going to say people because regular listeners already know but also if you're randomly tuning in obviously this is called to you so the energy calls to those who have a resonance. We don't call to those who don't resonate. That's how it works. And that is what's beautiful. Okay, so when you can see a person's life from their eyes, okay, so I look at you, you look at me, any of you who are mystics, because right now I'm talking as a mystic, I'm going to put Maria, the person, to the side, because when I have to think of double stories, I I start to mix up things, okay? So just put the 5D mystic in the plane of a person who has integrated brain. They are secure attachment. They have healthy self-worth. means I love myself first. I have no issue with it. I have no shame. I'm an open-hearted three-year-old person, okay? So I'm in the room. I'm present. I'm not assuming. I'm curious, open, accepting, and loving. That's what it means for your brain as well as my brain to be present in a room with you. Okay, so I and you lock eyes and my lovely mystics already know about when we meet souls we already know we don't need to use any specific labels and uh, there is no by the way saga any of you who did and have heard of the twin flame story and that whole documentary or piece of shit whatever it is and i know it's not a piece of shit but it's basically something that is a trending topic but the twin flame journey has nothing to do with what are trending topics, okay? But wisdom that is from the heart is something that you will not uh, always find, but you will find teenagers who want to be part of a group. So like the flat earthers, the twin flame thing began to become a thing, okay? It has demand, it has requests, da 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 But FYI, twin flame and twin flames, for some, there's no saga, no drama, 
the 4D mystics, they will have the obsessive thinking. They will. I've had plenty come to me and say, I'm obsessively thinking about my twin flame. I'm like, you're not obsessively thinking. You can master your brain. Their answer was, no, no, you have more experience than I do. I cannot master my brain. And yet they come from beautiful stars. Okay. So when a person chooses to disengage from harnessing their own capacity to use their brain they will allow themselves to say i'm obsessively thinking look here's the rules of how the twin flame saga works versus let me go to get a good therapist and get out of rumination for example like that would actually help them okay so by the way trauma bonding is something that takes place so does the uh there's another word limerence limerence okay but these words are not words you would want to use in the absence of saying, oh, let me go, therefore get help, right? So whether you do a saga or whether you say, oh, I have this, and you, if you don't do anything about it, you're allowing yourself to remain subject to something that instead there's the capacity for you to get out of that. And the people that I've shared this information with, they've always said, no, no, you have more experience. It's impossible for me to do any of that. It's them. They're the problem. Okay. So none of those who are 5D mystics will have from day one of their clairs ever felt that they are obsessed or that they are being manipulated or that they have somebody or something controlling them or that their divine counterpart or someone from their oversoul is a nasty, nasty. Okay, so I'm spelling these things out so that you can understand what we don't have within the spirituality plane. For the 5D mystics. And in fact, when we hear tarot readers, for example, they're reading for people who are within their need. Okay, so let's be clear. The 4D guidance is for 4D bandwidth and people who need that guidance. But when we, 5D, hear somebody saying karmic lessons and you have a karmic and you have a divine counterpart and you got a twin flame and you got a soulmate and you got a this and you got a that and you got all of uh, the karmic lesson has happened because this entire group was against you. They took them away and then they brought them back. And, and so it's just like high school. It's just like high school. Okay. When a 5D person hears this, we're just like, whoa, there's a lot of people that don't know that love is actually something you consistently have with people. And that when people make choices in their life, that they're making them based on their own emotional, mental, and physical desires. Now, if they are in their wheel of karma, simply put, they're a person who leads with a Cusco. They're an adaptive child. They have their charged states. There's a teenager leading the room. They could make use of a good therapist and get themselves to become their functional adult. They don't. Okay, so we're not going to go uh, using words to share that people aren't living the life that they want to. That's why nobody gets taken away. Nobody is having karma payback. None of this goes on with any of the spirituality awakening success stories for those who come into a interaction with the lovely 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult. Okay, so to the rescue, again, what a 5D person is, mystic or not, is a 
safe haven secure base so it's a pot shot for Cusco is that clear hopefully that's clear it doesn't have to be romantic but if it's romantic it's an adult with another adult obviously I'm talking to adults and that means direct communication no shame no blame no fault none of the low self-esteem indirect passive-aggressive stuff so with that being said as I was trying to get to when we see eyes we will know that we are locking into what is a piece of life 4d uses other words we know we're one fabric independently from what your yesterday was to what your today is if i look at you and i recognize you and you recognize me like the sleeping beauty song once upon a dream okay so we're going to use once upon a dream i saw you once upon a dream i know you the gleam in your eyes is so familiar to me and it's really beautiful when that happens so it's happened in my life and when it has happened it's just always magical and it's a handful so the moment though that your eyes lock it's it's mesmerizing so that that again it's one of the most beautiful feelings that you can ever experience now if i think of me as a teenager no it's, it's very human <laughs> no mysticism was there it's once i got to be activated with my own clears and it happened on my own not because of a catalyst uh, it's because our planet started to go through transformation i believe there's other things equated to too but i'm going to leave that to the side but it is once i began having astral travel dreams and in fact uh right around that time i had a question in my mind about one specific individual and lo and behold it's my number one twin flame that i got to encounter and then i had number two and then number three and number three was interesting to say the least especially because of all of those with those contours and then eventually i've met soulmate and so this is the beauty of when you are immediately aware in a specific way though because they each happen differently and so that's the part of where surprise surprise definitely i've had surprises and that means it wasn't about eyes locking it was literally about being awakened in a different way to the uh, soul and the soul that does exactly here every one of you if you're a mystic and you do have downloads of your past lives it is in the minute that you're aware of a it's not just one thing though okay so it's not just one aspect and i'm not getting specific because there's no need since some of you are not even mystics and i don't want to use too much of your time but for any of you who are you experience and perceive your intuitiveness will inform you it's like a puzzle piece that is being built you know it you know when one piece is locked in and loaded you know when another piece is getting locked in and loaded and uh, it's though treat it as uh, use your name breathe and remember you're the essence of your own life right so you are uh, in my book i'm going to describe you like a painting and so every stroke of that painting is more of you coming to life so it's not a puzzle click click it's more of the pieces of you in their abstract again essence air with fragrance 
and it comes slowly together and uh, you just know that this harmony and this dance is happening. So you have no questions if you're 5D because you're grounded in a whole self. You don't have a need of an identity, you use your name. So my name's Maria, okay? And that's why the magic is not taken away when we know science, for example, is magic that works. What do I mean by that? That we are connected in the sphere of the Akash, this grid, this matrix, this consciousness, so that neuroscience, physicists, or physics, quantum, all of the people who do look into consciousness is not an issue for a mystic. Uh, the same way we don't say spirituality is the only answer either. This is, this is why it's 5D. We bring together sciences, spirituality. I bring to you also the human elements. So I'm thinking always of our lovely brain and the religious self, for example, of Patrick McNamara. And so when you can get that book, it's a good book. I haven't started reading it yet, but I just saw some of his interviews. And you can actually understand that you're getting to do a number of things. So again, let me leave that to the side, go back to our story and you locking eyes. Okay, so the locking of eyes in this um, personal, uh, it's happened in one year, it was in two different occasions, which is why I noticed it. And then I began to think to try and, uh, you know, trace back, but uh, that's not something I try to do too much. However, what I did notice was the two that I locked eyes with were both in a very specific situation and both in need, these individuals, of a supporting hand from a human perspective. And so from a uh, having a pacha, okay, having a secure attachment figure to uh, hold on to so that their inner child, so that their life would stay and uh, remain a part of their life. And here's where when you hear how Sadhguru presents, uh, life will keep coming to try and have you stay alive are you going to go with it? Are you going to, you know, be crawling? Uh, he's trying to share something that uh, an individual who, let's just say, if you hit rock bottom and you end up in a good therapist room, you're going to have your life back because you're going to use those bright sides of neuroplasticity. You're going to work with EMDR, child parts work, and somatics, and you're going to get your whole three-old self, your true self. And so whether it's only in a spirituality sense, even though without the human element, you may not move into that enlightenment. So age group, which is way different because, you know, being able to be your zero, one, two, three, four, all the child parts of you as a whole self and to then be in your prefrontal cortex, it's just the most amazing of journeys, which is what we get to chit chat about. You know, again, the masterclass, when it comes out, it will add to what we have already begun doing with the inner growth mindset. But this is something where, you know, learning how to harness your own nervous system is straightforward for people who have a knack for wanting to be their own emotional boss and mental boss. Okay, so that's where if you don't like to take ownership of your emotional stuff, you're not going to look into any of IHP stuff because it's all about your ability to unconditionally love you and others with flaws and imperfections to inspire your human potential and be pachas in a world with a lot of Cusco's. Okay, so we don't judge Cusco's. Uh, we allow ourselves to understand uh, Cusco's and pachas can work together. 
And then Cusco's can become Pachas because every one of us has the ability to move into integration of the brain and restorative embodied self, the optimized human being 101, mystic or not. But let me return to my mystic story because it is a lot more uh, magical because of just what it, what it means to those of us who do have downloads of our past lives. And so in the case of these two that uh, had a spark of life and have a spark of life, uh, they're in different situations, okay? So um, recognizing each other and recognizing our hearts and then creating what is going to become in time a bond, that's the part of where it's unique. And uh, the aspect of being able to then see that around certain people, there are those who are not supporting their expansion, but they are actually doing the opposite. Okay, so the opposite is if I know that you stuff your face with food and then you end up in the hospital, for example, and I don't say anything when I see you stuffing your face with food again, I'm going to be not a very good friend. If I, at the very least, nag at you every time, you're going to know that I care about you and I'm going to do my best to try and get you to stop. Obviously, as a person that's a friend, there's no way you're going to be able to impose that somebody get on a journey to support themselves seriously, which is what I've noticed most people don't do. They don't look into working with their shame cycles. So the compulsive eating, it's not about the eating, it's that if you're doing it in a way that ends up creating a situation that is not good for your body, obviously you're stressed out, something's going on, you're emotional, I need to make sure you understand that you have support, but that you have support that's going to say, hey, I'm going to talk sense into you, this isn't healthy. How many times do I need to remind you? that this is not healthy, and eventually lead myself to have to say, okay, you know what, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to want to watch you do this to yourself, so so that this is how it works, obviously, I do know uh, it's easier said than done, what I mean by that is some people, they live their entire life with these little moderate things that happen, but that doesn't make it any easier or harder for people, but what about when you don't have a person who's nagging and presenting to you. But instead, they're only chit-chatting behind your back and they're in fact not actually tending to you, but they're even providing you with what uh, is you know, at hand. Now, obviously, these are hypotheticals as always. We don't ever know what's taking place, but you can notice what is a pattern. Okay, and that's why patterns are very clear and it'll be clear when you have people who are not taking steps to make their opinions to each other known, but that are supporting and then just chit-chatting and gossiping behind one's back. Unfortunately, we have people who don't have healthy self-worth. We have people who are at times envious and spiteful and therefore they do things um, from a place of actual lack. And you know, there's always going to be the ability for us to identify the diamond in the rough, like Aladdin, okay? And 
here is the part of a mystic that can share with you when you see that, um, you know what, I'm going to use, so from the Emperor's New Groove, we have Kronk, Kronk with Yzma. So I'm just going to use that image for us to remember that there are those who are good-hearted because they are accepting of differences like Kronk is, and they are therefore like the one card that I've read to you from one of my decks. I don't have it with me, but it's called Chartreuse, Chartreuse. The heart, the chakra of the heart, and it's where she's from a town. They all gossip about her. When she dies, they go into her house and they shoot, they see how much she loved them. She painted about them. She she loved her town. They all gossiped and excluded her. So you know, there's something that you can notice, which is similar, uh, and that's where you can also see when people are doing it, uh, like one person to an entire group which is where it's completely different. But the people essentially who are not nice to other people in a way of ganging up on somebody, again, envy, jealousy, spite, aspects that are not loving. Okay, so with that being said, when you know universe life is stepping in, you'll know because of the way that it clears those who do not support your higher self. And it clears those things that um, were not actually able to give you a chance. And there's many ways we don't have chances. There's many ways we're brought to be able to make choices. Okay, and, and those choices, though, have to involve the expansion of your horizons. So when a person gets at the very least a little bit of a breath of fresh air, a little bit of something different and also complete acceptance that's their opportunity that's the number one opportunity for their own spirituality process that is still hanging on a lifeline their inner child everyone has it i want a blank canvas i want to build a snowman right frozen no 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 so when Two children can play. We're going to use that word, but it's not children. But when you are a piece of Purusha Prakriti, the essence of every one of us is our three-year-old. And so without any agenda whatsoever, but with an open heart and an open mind as a pacha with the essence of life that is within you, you embark on supporting a life. And this is the most beautiful gift that I can uh, share with all of my regular listeners that I personally have experienced at least one, two, three, at least four times that I am aware of uh, in, the, in this millisecond that I'm trying not to use too much of your time. And that uh, was already something in my heart. I was knowing. I was knowing. And as for the fifth, because obviously I mentioned that other, uh, that's also included uh, in a very unique way, though, because in that one, I have actually other individuals that are supporting. So, and in the instance, you know, sometimes you have, luckily, more than one pacha in a room, and that's going to make it a better, stronger, the, the potential for, for healing to happen and for mastery and just something positive to take place can take place. Now, it doesn't mean it will take place because those people who were again hanging on 
to their dear life, quote unquote. It's um, unknown. It's unknown how they're going to make use of what was provided to them. Okay, but for sure they're going to be not only nudged, but they're going to be pushed. Okay, so the past two years for some people, and if not two to four, they're getting pushed. Okay, and pushed now is to create the necessary adjustments that can lead to physical bringing forth of that which you want to start to establish for yourself, the roots. The ability to stay alive, that inner child, definitely. The ability to soar, well, that's, that's, that's going to be something that we get to watch. And so the success story is saving a person's heart. And so a person being able to have healthy sense of self-worth. It sounds silly, but you don't know how many people struggled throughout their lifetime. I mean, I don't know about it, but I've heard about it, to be accepted for who they are, to have a breath of, ah, wow, this is so nice. I have someone who actually makes me smile. I smile with them. They're always fun. I'm always fun. And it's a Yes, small game of life, but it's still a beautiful moment that allows for that mundane, those 24 hours, to be full of something that can give you meaning. Now, the rest of the motivation, that's where it depends on how much of your own life you're going to claim, which is why it's not just one thing. So the push for more is actual physical health. So people being addressed in those areas that are potentially lacking. We all know about moderation. I know I've been also brought forth the same in the past months. By the way, just so you know, the themes that I share, they're not just one person or five people's stories. This is for the 5D collective. When I, when I, when I share something that is from that mystic perspective, not that you need to always keep it in mind, but I'm sharing at least right now there are themes. I just don't make it a point to present them always because there's no need for you to focus on it like that. Uh, it's a use of uh, 4D mystics time when they're trying to pinpoint every single inch. It's, it's, <laughs> it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary, but that's because if you're 5D, you're intuitively in alignment with the Earth's grid and in a way that is harmoniously. That's because you're expanding. The people that are right now being pushed, if they're smart, they're going to expand. And that means they're going to pick up the cues and they're not going to ignore them. They're not going to ignore their physical health. If they ignore their physical health, then we know we have a person who's standing by and going to essentially stagnate, uh, quote-unquote, that stagnation today is not going to lead them to the automated day-to-day -day life, but tomorrow or eventually, yes. Because it's once you disengage from actively participating in your physical, emotional, and mental well-being, 
that you are no longer participating in expanding the energy of you. Those who instead want to become more, they're going to say, as I get older, as I move towards life, I know balancing is part of that. Okay, so for example, for me, sitting down with having a online content creator, entrepreneur job, I am being brought to have to stand to do butt exercises, leg exercises, back exercises, things that I was like, oh, duh. So this is what I'm trying to say. We all are always going to be pushed, reminded. Luckily for some, it's in minor and it's in minor and small ways. For others, it's not minor or small. And uh, that's where some get that big wake-up call. It's not anything that you ever wish for anyone, but it is actually something that we see, like I was saying, the stuffing of face. That to me already is like, okay, uh, that's not supposed to happen like that, but every person has their, their area. Okay, so the minute that you will be able to see that uh, someone that is part of your oversoul able to bring their uh, child alive or stay alive staying alive ha 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 okay that's only step one the rest is something that you with a lot of um, hope and concern and uh, minding your own business you you hope to see okay and uh, this is the aspect of the hoping of course is biased but it's also in a good way because nobody wants somebody's unhealthy lifestyle to go unnoticed and that's as straightforward as it gets as for the mundane right the day-to-day this is where by being given the opportunity to now have more space for oneself to have no longer people who are not supportive of your uniqueness you get to make choices with those 24 hours so this is another area that you get to explore if you're motivated by life then you'll be able to use that time and you'll be very excited and happy about it. You won't be dragging your feet. If you're dragging your feet, well, that's uh, for those people who drag their feet, they're not actually aware of the gift that life is. Now, to be aware, this is a self-choice. You're going to choose if to you and your thought You want to bring to that feeling, hey, be appreciative, we're here. This is the human condition, by the way, the Shiva component, the no-thingness, the darkness. This is the very moment that every person that doesn't understand how important and significant the inner growth mindset for this little speck is because it is in that exact you giving yourself meaning and knowing there is no meaning that you work on a ventral vagal nervous system response for that very spot of your zero one-year-old being all solo all alone and you being able to say you know it's it's called the unknown uncertainty it's called the unwanted it's called the it's no answer if there's one thing for anybody who's new that i hope you can take away from IHP is this. It's that the number one reason people don't have easy time with their life is because they are not willing to actually just accept that there is no meaning except for the meaning you give. And it's not because you need to take away your belief systems. It's a feeling that I'm talking about. 
and it is the zero one-year-old of you and the ability to conceptualize it through your physical human being thinking left mode of the brain and to then say yes the right and my physical brain and i have this ability to sit in nothingness and then i have a bunch of other subject matters even if it's a belief system you will know it's a belief system now i do understand some of you who are new you might or even my other listeners uh regular you'll say but you're mystic aren't you talking about things that go beyond yes i am but this is the part of 5d mystic knows that it's in my mind's eye i would be a person who would be if you will a liar if i wouldn't tell you that since day one of my clears i'm like yes this is something magical it's amazing i know there's more to it but like i couldn't prove as a teenager when i was brought to have a very very heated not only conversation debate with that lovely teenager boyfriend remember my regular listeners i will never forget that day that this human being made a statement of something that was not theirs it's mine faith is mine and they would not let it go and they honed in and they said nope it's my way i know it for a fact and i was like what the hell are you talking about but it wasn't because of their rejection of my faith in something more than this plane it was this person and i were at the time boyfriend girlfriend we're gonna get married that's what we had chosen you know stuff like that as kids and they are very much convinced in their brain of what they speak yet this human being doesn't have my heart they don't have my brain they are so arrogantly convinced not to mention that they're biased and they're a liar liar pants on fire meaning they have motive for what they speak because this person had had a friend who killed themselves and that friend was very sad for them and that was the day they negated god they negated anything that was good and they then also had those something similar from their household their primary caregiver so they had support of the very aspect of there is no god if there was god young people and people in general wouldn't die these tragic deaths and so they had a story their left mode had a story for them based on a hurt that they did not process and they were using their subjective story and their hurt feelings and their own again subjective story to say no no i have proof which is by the way an adaptive child this is what adaptive children do these are people no no any person who speaks to you in a certain way if you if you're not an adult yet emotionally mentally and physically that's the only reason you're going to be like oh, how dare they as a teenager for me it was more of how can a person actually ever in a million years make such a statement with all of the certainty you have none you're a liar liar pants on fire how do you not realize this not to mention everything that i just shared about how behind the scenes you got all this shit going on and so i didn't spell out any of this shit because this was all hurtful stuff you're not going to actually uh, hurt a person just because they are in this case quote unquote hurting your feelings because uh, they were very much again saying to a person who grew up with God and Jesus what you're believing in is a facade it's not true you don't believe in it from your heart so it was direct directly making and so on that that day i just learned one thing 
can't prove a heart, I surely won't try, which is why when you grow up in a way of saying, yeah, uh, here I am, mystic, I had, can I prove it? No, of course I can't, but I know what I'm talking about. But at the same time, grounded in reality, the point is this, I can't prove it, cannot. So you have no reason to believe me. And in fact, you know, if you go look into hard consciousness, you're going to find a bunch of people talking about shit in the consciousness sphere, like the matrix, and that, which is why we can all be just another added voice to a story. Uh, but of course, for my regular IHP community, we're building a community. So there's um, a built community. It's not about proving, it's about sharing. And even here, mysticism is not about proving if you are 5D mystic, you don't care about proof. You know, I've seen 4D mystics. I have Claire's. I know I'm special and they get talked to, uh, excuse me, by science people. Uh, no, you're not. And you see them get pouty and offended. And uh, lo and behold, I've seen these things in, in, in classrooms with adults, okay? And I'm like, did you think that you would be taken seriously? Like, did you not know what we we're taken as? <laughs> I knew without needing... The same thing goes, though, the same thing goes for when I've seen people that are shamans. Oh, yes. Oh, I've seen instructors. They're older than me. And uh, lo and behold, when you see a 4D mystic and they're talking to you in a screen and teaching and educating, and, and, and then there's not just one. You know, some have psychology degrees again. And you're seeing them talk to you about uh, mental uh, warfare and magic and that there is this type of dark energy stuff they believe in it and you're like what the hell is going on did you get a degree because this is the moment where my brain i'm thinking el dorado anybody watch el dorado because that's what i'm thinking whenever i see any of these individuals not because again of taking away from the rituals or the sphere of consciousness no I'm saying, you're telling me a story, don't you realize it? And if you're talking to me about somebody actually doing any type of body sacrifice, do you not remember what we've learned not to do in certain parts, at least, of the world? So, and it's like, how do you find yourself instructing again and not in the awareness of being what is called a spiritual bypasser? It's also a different time frame. Like, this is, this is where we're going to be very much 5D mystics. Lo and behold, again, not to take away from any story. It's to say uh, we're in a different time. That's all I can say. So the spirituality awakening success stories are not about people uh, being a part of culty cults, traditional cults. The ethical cults, they don't do anything that is unethical. So they're going to abide by the law. We're not going to see people doing things that we already know are not, uh, you know, the whole does anybody remember with Cosmos, uh, they talk about in one of the episodes, epilepsy, and it was considered a punishment from the gods. So they would give this uh, goat's blood or something like that. We know there's no demonic possession at this point in time. There's Patrick McNamara. He's studying brains, neuroscientists. I'm sure there's more than just him that talk about this and the brain circuits and the emotional circuits, but they still have documentaries on Netflix that don't have any of this. They have the ancient stuff. It's, it's, it's kind of like the idea of the you're a left brain or a right brain mode user, which is not true. We use our left mode and our right mode. They do separate things, but we don't have a dominance of one or the other. And yet you'll go on psychology websites and they still have the mythological articles on it. And 
people will complain <laughs> there's nothing to complain about it's called we have a lot of information and we don't have enough people who are one able to clean it up but also the same academics still look into a lot of the topics that they're looking into so nobody has all the answers which is why it's not about whining about it or saying it's the internet no it is the part that we have different subject matter experts and those same subject matter experts don't have all answers so while some point fingers others say we have answers it's called let's keep reading let's keep talking and keep using reliable sources and don't believe everything that is told to you by anyone not the internet and not a shaman and not a mystic and not an academic and not you know it's where you stay grounded in fact you don't enter into a, a silo you just stay grounded in knowing there's different experiences so to end and conclude our lovely spirituality awakening success stories what you can note for those of us who do have uh, again these lovely experiences that i was sharing it's beautiful to see that people stay alive that they then uh, and i mean they're the essence of them that they then get uh, supported in different ways to move into their expanded consciousness on a work level on a day-to-day level that they can be motivated to find their own meaning and that they can have loved loved ones in their life and that they can share life together that's one of the most beautiful gifts that we can all have is to share life as for what i would say is a hundred percent plus success in spirituality awakening it's a person being able to achieve their restorative embodied self this is why it's not about a belief system, spirituality. You're a spiritual process because you have that whole self if you get to get a whole self. And that whole self is why the psych educational stuff is important. Not only the yoga or the you know spirituality stuff, but to understand that you're a human being embodied brain. And so to know enough about uh, how did you begin life? And if you began life with a specific type of neglect or abuse, then we already know you're going to have more challenge to get here. Uh, It's not more because you have to have more. It's because there's dysregulated and modulated embodied selves. It's because neglect and abuse compromise the right modes growth. And so your corpus callosum is compromised, your prefrontal cortex your um, hippocampus and then your insula I believe I forget right now I'm forgetting all of those pieces I need to revisit my notes but um, yoga helps to work that Uh, yoga helps you to do ventral nervous system toning so it's not the belief systems that are supporting people it's the exercises mindfulness meditation uh, helps you to get attention and that attention is why, oh, interconnected connectome, that's what integrates your brain. So you are going to be able to, for example, through EMDR, child parts work, and somatics work on your attachment category. On the fact that you might have more than just a little trauma memory come up. There might be dissociative identity disorder. There might be attachment traumatization. And if there's fragmentation like that, then you're going to need time to get to work first with what's going to come up and then to whenever it's time to get those memory barriers down. But it needs to be done slowly. It's not meant to be done quickly, which is what some people don't uh, actually understand. So spirituality awakening success stories. 
when I think of it, I think of the number of people that I've met that are not aware of anything within their actual inner or outer well-being, but that they look like they're in a uh, fad of uh, let's wear mantles. So long story short, though, uh, when you can see a person's eyes and your eyes and their eyes, they lock and you can see that you've given someone the ability to believe in their self and that's just because you believe in them as whole and that you can just support them to know of their worthiness and then hope that they get a handle on, you know, again, all those uh, pieces of information that the universe will send them and then good therapy for those who need it and so that they can move out of what is unresolved trauma and move out of what is hell in their body, move into heaven in their body in time and move into their whole three-year-old heart and then to bring that three-year-old heart. You know how beautiful it is to see when a person's open-hearted, spontaneous, that's that purusha parakriti, it's not a story, it's real. The spirituality awakening success is every person's mammalian heritage, which is why when you can know that, and I do know that there's all the therapists out there besides said guru, I can give a sigh of relief because when you see those who don't keep their light on and you look in their eyes and you see what there's not, it's too, it's not too much. <laughs> it's too, this is the part where I'm laughing right now because uh, a person who loves uh, will choose to, in that moment, let me close my eyes. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to pretend that I didn't see shit. I'm going to go walk away. And I'm going to walk away on purpose because I don't want to watch you. I'm not going to. I'm not going to participate in that. It's, it's you literally just can't um, physically. So physically, when I'm saying what I'm saying right now as a mystic is emotionally speaking, I, I cannot and do not accept to see that which I do know, though, exists. Uh, luckily, like I said, there's therapists out there. So I'm like, okay. They're saved. There's therapists. They can they can get help. Worst case scenario, they can go get help. So it's a success story when we know that people believe in themselves, even if it's not, you know, all the way through, but they believe enough. They have a group. Uh, they're existing. Okay, but obviously the success success is when uh, they're participating and they're happy with all the people that surround them. They're living every day with, uh, you know, life. So obviously, and I know I said that three times, um, there are aspects that a person who does embark on spirituality awakening, if you're curious, and that one is different, but obviously that's not what I'm talking about in this episode. And, and usually I like to focus on the human element because that's more important than all of those, uh, again, little trending topics. But the spirituality awakening of you is every day of your life. Uh, it is you being able to cherish your loved ones. It is you being able to, again, give, give meaning where there is none because there is none. Uh, story, if that's what you want to give it, that's you know your story. But um, to be able and thrive in a day-to-day -day is for you to be able and wake up and uh, embark on a journey, which is why integration of the brain, restorative embodied self, and learning about somatics, somatic experiencing, sensory motor, about child parts work, and EMDR is actually something very spot on because 
your inner well-being and your level of energy is dependent on those aspects. The yoga helps, the spirituality helps, the mindfulness meditation for you to work on that which is your physicality. Now, some people think a belief will make you stronger. And while, of course, I grew up with miracles, I believe in miracles, I believe in angels, I believe in all. So yes, as a child growing up, those resources and having that, and as people, I do understand why I have anyone who still has those aspects, it's going to be positive. But when they become a crutch, which is what the 4D mystics are doing with it, they did not move into expansion, okay? So, and, and when I say crutch, what I'm saying is when it leads you to become a rigid and chaotic mind, divide, things brings you to yell at people, brings you to insult people, brings you to be in spirituality bypass, that's what I mean by crutch. So, of course, anything that can be something that gives you love and energy that's the whole point it, it gives you the feeling i'm alive i know i have faith i have trust yes great there's going to come a time where you're going to move beyond it for some and that if you ask about spirituality awakening then i'm going to say you're going to be brought to go beyond it and if you go beyond it that's going to be you rising above and keep on going the 4d did not do that 3d again they're using those concepts as actually uh, placeholders. So they, in fact, don't uh, move into more, but that's for another time. In the meantime, again, when we can look each other in the eyes and we can give each other something that says you're beautiful just the way you are, I stand in your corner, I'll be here and help you to get up. Obviously, if you begin leaning on me, I'm going to be like, hey, get off of me. <laughs> And that's the minute that I'm going to push you and life's going to push you. And in fact, those of us who love each other, we don't say get comfortable, meaning we say we're here for each other. You get comfortable in a good way. Comfortable means I'm safe to be myself, but I'm participating. This is that actual automatic balancing of the scales. Nobody needs to say anything when you have people who are spiritually awakened. That's the point. They're pachas. Pachas in the making, but they're pachas, and they're going to contribute, and we all contribute equally. So we get comfortable means we are safe and at home together, and everyone pitches in. And the part that is beautiful is when you can see a person who was being shoved with their face in the sand, basically, uh, being pushed down by people, because uh, that happens or pushed down uh, in any way, but they, they are able to get out. They're able to rise up. And uh, yeah, so it's beautiful to be able and share love and to share secure attachment uh, figures and, and relationships. Be there for each other. And if you have any questions, let me know. And in the meantime, have a great day.